Good morning, I'm Peter Inch along with Steve Gilbert. We are the co-hosts of the Inch by Inch the Home Comfort Show presented by Peter Inch and Associates Heating and Air Conditioning. We thank you for listening today. Hope you'll be able to listen every Saturday morning from 9 to 10 as we provide you, our listeners, with some information about your heating, air conditioning, and a little bit about curling. But most important, we love to answer your questions, so please send them in to inchbyinch at peterinch.ca and we'll answer them on the next Saturday show. How's Mr. Gilbert? I'm, uh, okay, fighting a bit of a cold. No guff. I think you gave it to me. Probably Josh has it. Maybe. You're on the car with me. Anyway. Yeah. Yeah, and it just, it, it's hanging on. doesn't want to go. Well, that's, uh, it's tough when you get those and they hang on a little bit. And mm-hmm. So anyway. And what's the, um. What are you doing to beat it? Uh, well, trying to get enough sleep. Um, I carry decongestants in my pocket and just a lot of Kleenexes. So liquids and uh, some medication and sleep. Well, everybody was eating soup here the other day. Yep, and I have soup again for today. Oh, well. You know, maybe if you have, like, the Kit Kat and a Coke in the morning. You think that's it? That, that okay, will right. help you get better. Okay. Now, the, uh, we've been away and had a lot of things going on, so last, uh, last week's show was taped a week prior. Right. Uh, but we had a little thing that happened at the curling club for the St. Thomas Chamber of Commerce. Yeah, the Business After Five, it was great. We had, uh, it was a well-attended event, so thank you to uh, Paul Jenkins and the St. Thomas Chamber for... Um, Emceeing and and at the St. Thomas Curling Club for hosting us and allowing us to partner with them and host a business after five at St. Thomas. It was one of the best attended events they had in a long time. Yeah, they had over two hundred people and they all sang you happy birthday. It was all about you that night. No, no, no. Uh, I don't know who let that out of the bag, and it really was my birthday that day. But somebody told uh, Paul, the MC, it was my birthday and. Who knew that 200 people would sing me happy birthday in the curling club? And it wasn't me. But I didn't do it. Okay. And then we finished that up late that night and got up early in the morning. We headed down to Vaughn for a couple of days of meetings. Yes. So then, yep, after that, went to bed that night, and then the morning came way too early, and then we were on the road by uh, 6 a.m. headed to Vaughn. Yeah. For a climate care meeting. Yeah, and we were learning about traction. Yep. And uh, we gave a presentation about, uh, you know, when it was a family-owned company to a corporation to a family-owned company. Kind yes. of talked about that. And then we um, we took down a little surprise. Yeah, we, um, now, I don't know, are you sanctioned to say this on the radio? Yeah, I think so. It's not here anymore, so. Oh, it's gone. Okay. Yeah, yeah we took the... Um, we took one of the oldest trophies in Canadian history to the climate care meeting, and that was the Briar Tankard. Yep, so we took it down so people could get their picture taken with it and enjoy it a little bit. And uh, I had to sleep with it at night. It was in my, my room. I said that was the first time I ever slept with the Briar Tankard. There you go. Should have took a picture, but I didn't. I just went to bed and woke mm. up, made sure it was still there. 
and then we also went to uh, Renai training. Yes. And it was about the same thing. So uh, we learned uh, Renai training. We learned um, they had a book called uh, Talent Magnet. But it's really all about improving your business, so making your business stronger uh, through uh, having a clear and defined vision for your employees and also um, to have all sharing the same vision, same core values. Um, so actually, both the Traction and the Top Talent book were awesome. Well, and we're going to work away at implementing that here and seeing what <coughs> we can do uh, to get that up and going. Yep. The um, we're up to 642 people following <coughs> us on Facebook, so that's up three. Um, Briar tickets were up over 54 percent sold, so that's get, awesome. Get your tickets early for that. It's going to be here sooner than you can think. Nice. So we'll get right to our first question. It says, "I have heard a lot about heat pumps in the media lately." But are heat pumps any good in our climate or in my home? It's an older home. Uh, so heat pumps, you know, when you think about heat pumps, we revert back to um, maybe the 80s when they were popular again. So um, those heat pumps were good in their day, uh, but they probably only could run to about minus 8 degrees. And then, um, you know, 30, 30 years has gone by and the heat pump technology has really really changed so uh, heat pump technology now we can operate heat pumps down to minus 20 minus 25 degrees so they're great for our climate now where they might not have been as as great before but they really are they have a place now and um, older home newer home it doesn't really matter I mean if you have an older home I'm going to suggest that you know, no matter what you do, whether you're going to heat it with natural gas or with uh, an electric heat pump, you're going to want to make sure that that home is efficient. So that means you're going to be adding insulation to slow down the amount of heat that you lose in the wintertime. And by doing those things, um, it's a real benefit, not only just for um, the comfort of your home, but the energy costs as well. So if you take some time and insulate the home, have like have an assessment done find out where the weaknesses are and then uh, address those weaknesses like I've got a side door in my house which is going to be replaced because it's a real leaker so I'm having that stuff done just because I'm trying to improve the efficiency of my home and the now another question kind of the same thing it says does heat pumps need to be maintained like a furnace uh, yes yeah, so your heat pump um, because it runs all year round except for maybe January and February uh, it, it it's going to require maintenance just like your furnace does so um, these new heat pumps aren't uh, aren't like an air conditioner you know some people don't believe their air conditioners need to be maintained but they do so keep that in mind that um, a regular annual maintenance on your equipment is what we recommend and that's going to be through your with your furnace and with your heat pump these days and it's you know we've we've got a little warmer weather here in the last week but again you know you need to get your equipment looked at and maintained ready to go right for that uh the cold winter so if you haven't got that done get it booked great christmas gift stocking stuffer if you want to give a, a maintenance to you know your uh 
children to look after their house to make sure it's maintained. So it's definitely something that needs to be looked at. Um, this one, as the weather was cold last week, I noticed a lot of water beating on the windows. Is this something that can help? Is there something that can help that? Yeah, moisture on windows is it's always been a, an issue, especially in the new home construction um, area. Uh, so really what happens is, you know, we've just come off warmer climate. There's been a lot of moisture in the air, and now it turns really cold outside. So um, your house doesn't have chance to equalize, so they call it dew point. Anyways, the dew point in the house um, is high, and so what happens as soon as that cold hits that as soon as the window gets cold like it is outside you're going to condense so because there's just too much moisture inside the house so the idea is to um it 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 may it may adjust itself if it continues to happen it just means that your house is probably too um too too efficient which is a good thing but you're going to have to introduce some uh, outdoor air through ventilation system in order to equalize that moisture. Um, new homes all have an, what they call an HRV, a ventilation machine, these days to kind of help stabilize the humidity levels in your house uh, through the winter time. But in uh, in some of the in in this case, it, it may just because of the quick change that it turned cold. But if it persists, then it's a house problem, and you're going to have to figure out. You can have us come out and we can talk to you about uh, either uh, ventilation or we can talk to you about what they call whole home dehumidification. Well, you're listening to the Inch by Inch Home Comfort Show presented by Peter Inch and Associates Heating and Air Conditioning. When we're not on the radio, you can reach us at 226-499-3752 or always online at peterinch.ca and we will be right back. Welcome back to the Inch by Inch, the home comfort show presented by Peter Inch and Associates Heating and Air Conditioning. Um, of course, you know, we, we went to Toronto like we were saying, but you can't go without a, a cup of coffee oh, from your famous Starbucks. And the You're last right. time I was in your car and we went through a drive through it was 14 minutes. So we're getting ready to come home and you're... You're getting on your GPS. Well, why, why I thought I thought you're going to talk about about before we left. Because well, no, that one would have been what five days or something by the time no, they no. answered there. Well, yeah, because they didn't. They weren't open yet. So anyway, we we stopped at one. We we just thought we'd figure we'd get to one because we we're leaving at six o'clock in the morning. But they weren't open yet, so we had to go to Toronto without a coffee. But then, yes, on the way home. You decide I'd, to stop well, again. I haven't had one for a few days, so I decided before I leave Toronto, I'm going to find a Starbucks. So I start the clock when we pulled to the drive through entrance. And we were six minutes. No, 6.57. Six minutes. So in minutes. my world, we were seven minutes. Six, half. I'm sorry. You know, you have a habit of doing this. You started the clock even before I got into oh, line. No, so, no, no. Yeah. I, you, would, no. You, you would cut that guy off. Cut and what guy off in the parking lot to get ahead of him in the line, and then as soon as we pulled up there, I hit start. I had no idea where that guy was going, so I didn't know where the drive-through was. I saw it. I said, "Oh, here it is," and I just made a little turn. Did I know that he was going to turn in there too? Nope. 
Anyway. Seven minutes. So half, 50% better than the last time I was with you. But Is that right? Seven minutes to get a copy. Wow. Okay. You know, add that up every day times, you know, all the days and, you know, 365 days. Think of the time that you would have back if you didn't get that coffee. I'm okay with that. We um, could do more sales calls. Oh, oh, would you know what? I'm. Do you know what? I'm going to let you be a salesperson for just a week, and then you can you can see what you can do with your time, Mr. Kempenfeld. Well, that was 30 years ago. A lot, a lot has changed. I'm not. I'm not letting it go, even though it was 30 years. That's fine. 60 years from now, I'll still be saying. Maybe you need to step out into the real world. Yeah. No, I just stay in my little little space in there. Mm-hmm. But so seven minutes, fifty percent. So next time we go, it should be three fifty. It's okay. and then maybe Any, we'll get it down to like anything. One minute. Anything's possible. So. It'll never be a minute. And we own. What did you order? Two coffees and egg bites. Yeah. Isn't that what you ordered? Yeah. So. Two coffees and egg bites. And they did not have Coke products. Why? I don't. I don't even have, think they have pop. They don't. Why? Why would they do that? That's not healthy. Why <laughs> coffee is coffee? This cup of coffee is much healthier than that bottle of coke okay yeah let's just look at the sugar content oh there isn't any yeah. what, what's in that what's in that bottle can i, I read that bottle i Here. don't i don't have the my glasses it looks like 50 50 percent or 50 grams maybe it's 150 yeah. grams of sugar in that thing i don't know it keeps me awake keeps me going i'm sure <laughs> it does keep you awake now we got i am a call came in or a, a Text came in. I'm currently thinking about changing my water heater. Should I go with the same type of tank or uh, on-demand water heater? Which one is the best for me? It is just me in the home. Well, good question. Um, I, I really, you know, I don't. I really like to have a sit-down conversation with the customer about this because you know I get to see the house, I get to see the bathrooms. I'd like to know how many bathrooms are in the house. I'd like to know how many bedrooms are in the house. So, because um, a, a lot of those things um, make a difference. I mean, just I, I'm I'm a I'm a advocate of tankless or on-demand hot water, but it's not for everybody. But keep in mind that when we go into your home uh, to to give you a quotation, we're going to ask you some specific questions when it when it comes to heating your water um, and it a lot of it has to do with capacity and your lifestyle and those types of things so that that's I, I really I really can't say I really can't answer that question honestly without having a consultation with the customer in more detail well how's a tankless or on-demand tank work well it only heats water as you use it so when you um, when you turn the hot water tap on it starts to heat the water. When you turn the hot water tap off, it shuts off the, the hot water. So you're only ever heating water that you use. You're not storing anything. You're just, as I say, you're just heating water you're using. And tank is a storage vessel. So uh, here, when you see a, a hot water heater, you're keeping whatever it is, 40 gallon, 50 gallon, 60 gallons, that much water in that vessel is hot ready for your use so you turn the tap on you're going to draw out of that storage tank and then as new water is put in there it's going to turn on and reheat it again and then it it's you know 
we talk about tankless getting sediment in the bottom, taking longer to heat it up. Um, you mean tank water heater? Tank water yes. heater, and then a dip tubes can wear out, which will not give you the all the water heater capacity that you want. Yep, but it also you know you could you could have you could have a home with body misters and body shower and body sprays and and we had that in Vaughn. We had a big big uh, rain shower. Right, but even that rain shower wouldn't wouldn't produce. It, it doesn't use as much water as a body sprayer does. So, like, when you look at different, you have to look at you have to look at the bathrooms and see the fixtures and just actually see how much cap- capability that shower has when you turn it on full. So, those are just some questions that we need answered because last thing we want to do is put in a product and then you're really unhappy with it. And we just want to make sure that everything's going to work the way we say it is. Now, I forgot one thing that happened when we were in Vaughn, but we'll give a little explanation to the listeners here. So, we're in Vaughn. We have now stopped. Steve has his Starbucks coffee in his hand and his egg bites, and he's happy. And we get on the the 407, and we're going to head back to... Oh, here we go. uh, Back to London. You know, we're we're all happy, want to get home. Josh is in the back seat with the cup. Hanging on to the tankard, make sure it's safe. It and you miss the turnoff. And now we're heading to Oakville. I've never, uh, except, okay, I, I've been on, I don't know how many times I've been on that road. Anyway, you, all you guys were doing was yakking, so. <laughs> yeah, it's our fault. It is. We were driving, right? No, you were driving. If I was by myself, I never would have missed the turnoff, I tell you that much. But anyway, I'm driving down that road, and I, I, you know, when you've been on a road so much and you get to a certain point, you think, this doesn't look familiar anymore. And so I'm trying to find, I'm looking at my GPS. It's not telling me anything differently. And then then I see a couple of different signs which dawn on me that I missed my turn. One was Oakville. Oakville. Oh, my goodness. I've blown I've blown past the 401 turnoff. Yeah, I did. Yeah. Completely missed it. And then, you know, of course, they're talking about all that snow, you know, along the lake. There's going to be snow in Buffalo and all that. And but, where are we heading now? Right towards do you know what the I, snow. Do you know what I didn't miss? Um, my the, the thing, the nice thing was, is my slight detour only added three minutes to our trip. Three, three minutes. And I didn't mind missing that outlet mall just outside of Toronto, the Kitchener Mayhem traffic. I didn't miss that one either. And so I was quite happy with the route we took. And it only added three minutes. The scenic route. We took, you know, Fine. down 403, go down through Brantford, come out of Woodstock. It was beautiful. Yeah, we had a nice, and it was a very relaxing and leisurely drive for the driver. Yeah. Did I get you home? Safely. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah, okay. you did. Yeah. That's that's all that matters then, right? But it was kind of funny, Steve. You got to admit. So we had a good little laugh as you missed that, and we, you won't let that live down. I'll drive next time, you know, just to make sure that we don't miss that cutoff. Oh, this will be. We'll miss it off. Yeah, you wait and see. We'll <laughs> yeah. change things. Yeah. Yep. Anyway, moving on. So you're listening to the Inch by Inch the Home Comfort Show <coughs> presented by Peter Inch and Associates Heating Air Conditioning. 
When we're not on the radio, you can reach us at 226-499-3752 or always online at peterinch.ca and we will be right back. Welcome back to the Inch by Inch the Home Comfort Show presented by Peter Inch and Associates Heating and Air Conditioning. Well, we were all in my office around my computer screen watching the Canada Belgium game. Yes, uh, yes. And they were playing really well the first half. I thought uh, we got a good chance, and then one lapse in defense, and Belgium buried the ball into the net. Yes. And then uh, we couldn't get one back, but uh, they they did not uh, embarrass themselves at no, all. No, no they, they they looked like they deserved to be there. Yeah. Yeah. And they didn't look like a forty seventh place. They're team not in the they're, world. They're 41st. Oh, sorry. Okay. Easy. <laughs> so it's, but uh, no, it was a lot of fun to watch that. And hopefully they'll win another, win one in the next two games and be able to hold their head high. Yeah. Um, call or a text that came in says, why is everyone trying to sell me a heat pump instead of a furnace air conditioner? So there's, um, lot been going on in the uh in the world um i'll i'll just back up to um global warming how about we start there so uh the planet is warming up um it's currently they're trying to stop it from hitting 1.5 degrees over its normal um they don't think that they'll be able to achieve that um interesting interesting stuff that we learned was that if if the planet ever got to three degrees warmer than normal, they say that things are not insurable. So that just means that storms are going to be so violent and floods and all kinds of things that you know insurance companies just couldn't you you couldn't insure anything because they can't guarantee that where that storm would hit or anything. So that's kind of a scary thought. So um, it's all about global warming. So what Canada's part was is they were going to reduce their carbon emissions, so reduce the amount of carbon-producing, um, uh, like furnaces um, are a carbon producer. Obviously, automo- cars are carbon-producing, so anything, anything that burns fuel. So the idea is to, with as many homes as there are in Canada, if they could if they could get people to switch over to heat pumps then that's going to take uh, a load off of your furnace so keep in mind your furnace runs october november december march and april if you could run a heat pump and take away four months out of the heating season by letting the heat pump heat your home instead of that gas furnace those are huge carbon reduction savings so um, that's that was the that was where the they kind of came up with the idea. So for me, to, and it's we don't know if the government's going to mandate that they may you may not even be able to buy an air conditioner in Canada in the next couple of years. We don't know. It just depends on what the government's trying to do and where their focus is. But their focus right now is on uh, heating more with heat pumps and using electricity and less on the gas furnace. So you're going to see HVAC contractors like ourselves are now positioning ourselves to talk. Well, you need, 
it would be a disservice to me if I walked into your home, Peter, and did not talk to you about a heat pump. Uh, so you're looking for a furnace and air. You call me for a furnace and air. I'll give you the quote for the furnace and air, but I'm also going to tell you about a heat pump, and I'm going to tell you why I'm talking to you about a heat pump. Um, it's just it's the right thing to do. Are you going to spend a little bit more money? Yes, but there's programs on right now to help offset some of those costs. So keep that in mind. And uh, the government just released that um, there, there's another program coming out where there's, they're going to, they're, they've allocated $250 million in um, assistance to help with heat pump, uh, to help with the heat pump programs to getting consumers to switch over to heat pumps and not put air conditioners in. The um, when we're when we're talking like some cities, some provinces are now saying after twenty thirty, you won't build a new home with natural gas or a air conditioner. It will be a all electric system, and normally with a heat pump. Well, so everybody's worried about infrastructure, but but everything's showing us too that. If we make our homes more efficient, so uh, we stop the bleeding of heat out of them, and then um, we we make our the infrastructure can can it's it's they're saying that the infrastructure can support uh, the extra uh, usage of the grids um, in the evening. So, I mean that's why they're doing things to the rates. They want to promote EV charging at night. They want to promote heat pumps. They want to promote all these things to reduce your carbon emission. So that's what they—that's what they're trying to do to position themselves. So making your home more efficient what means it takes less energy to heat your home because you can keep the heat in the house more easily. That also means you're going to have a more comfortable home, reduced rates for like reduced costs on heating. So that's what they're trying to achieve as well. But the new home being built today by 2030. All homes in Canada are going to be net zero ready, which means they're self-sufficient on electricity. That's either through uh, solar or whatever they're using in order to um, offset your electrical costs. You're going to be able to create your own to make the house kind of self-sufficient. Well, it, we're in a changing environment, that's for sure. We've seen it with the weather. You know, yes. We, we go from, what, Buffalo, six feet of snow... Yes. To, you know, plus 12 and, and things like that. So it is really changing. But Yeah. Um, now, it's, this one's about a boiler. I have an old boiler in my home that needs to be replaced in the next year or so. How hard would it be to get a furnace so I could add air conditioning to the home? Well, I mean, I'm uh, I'm, I'm a little bit on that one I would never recommend you remove your hot water heating system to put in forced air I mean that's not I, I wouldn't re ever recommend that I mean the boiler system is one of the most efficient ways to heat your home um, that that hot water system is more comfortable there's less dust all there's a lot of good in that in that system and I just I've seen too many times where people have switched to forced air and are really disappointed in what they've done. There are different ways to air condition that house. So if you need cooling, there are different ways to do that. Um, 
but I'm not a proponent of taking that out. I mean, you can. It just means, it. I mean, it's a big job. We've got to get rid of the boiler, the radiation, and then we have to cut up the house and start putting ductwork in. I mean, it's a big job. So uh, it can be quoted to you, uh, and it would take some time to put a quote like that together, and it would take some time to complete a job like that. So if I got a boiler, I put a new boiler in, how do I get air conditioning? We can use things. <coughs> we, we can add air conditioning through the attic sometimes, uh, through uh, a, a different, there's things called high velocity. So it's a smaller air delivery system. There's ductless splits. There's different ways of cooling the house <coughs> without using the conventional ductwork system. And that, and that humidity is the only hard thing to put into a boiler home. You got to do either portable units. Yes. But I mean, most most boiler heated homes don't really have a lot of humidity requirement. I mean, they seem to be they they seem to be more stable than a forced air system. Now I see you know another I like you got a carrier swag on. Sure. You got climate care jacket, you know, that you you had got. Um, <coughs> I, I'm not seeming to get any of this swag. Are, are you guys just, you know, when he comes in the door, you're kind of grabbing it and it doesn't get by you? But you know, you just, maybe if you're present, you, maybe if you're around a little bit more, you might you might see the stuff that comes in. But no, I've, I've had this uh, shirt for quite some time, actually. Yeah. Get, just move your jacket a little bit here. I just want to see. Oh, yeah, that was last year's logo. Yeah, see? So. Yeah, there you go. Well, I'll talk to Chris when he comes in again from okay. Carrier. Have a little chat. Now, the uh, man, you're having trouble there. Maybe we'll, we'll take a break to allow Steve. Please. To yeah, because I need, I need a little second. Get uh, his air back. Uh, you're listening to the Inch by Inch, the home comfort show. Presented by Peter Inch and Associates Heating and Air Conditioning. When we're not on the radio, you can reach us at 226-499-3752 or always online at peterinch.ca. We'll be right back. Welcome back to the Inch by Inch the Home Comfort Show presented by Peter Inch and Associates Heating and Air Conditioning. Since Steve couldn't stop coughing, we've thrown him off the radio show and we've brought in Murray Stark. How's Murray? Murray is doing very well. No coughing uh, this morning. Well, we got to get you to move a little closer to that mic so that uh, everybody can hear that great tenor. Is that a tenor voice that you have, or that what is a would tenor you? Voice. There Absolutely. you go. Look at that. I was singing this morning. So we're um, Murray, of course, is one of our residential sales consultants here at Peter Inch and Associate, working with Steve and Dean. But Murray had had an idea a while back. And uh, he presented it to the founders, and we all thought it was a great idea, so I thought I'd bring Murray on and let him talk a little bit about what that idea was about. Well, I'm excited uh, uh, just to share uh, kind of what's been going on with the company, and, and uh, again, an idea that uh, I brought to uh, the founders, um, and it's about a hometown hero to recognize those individuals in our community that are serving uh, and really uh, having an impact or making a difference. So uh, yeah, I wanted to uh, bring that to uh, to the, our board and, and uh, just share with them um, having a monthly uh, uh, hometown hero. Yeah. 
And when you say a hometown hero, like what what are those people or who are those people that you're looking at? So that if someone, uh, one of our listeners thought they knew of somebody like that, they could send it to us. Yeah, those, uh, those individuals would be people, again, working in our community, um, could be uh, in hospitality, uh, could be in a coffee shop, could be uh, uh, working in a hospital office environment, uh, but just people that uh, certainly are, are adding a, a difference to people's lives and, and really having an impact in a positive uh, way. And we just wanted to recognize those people monthly, so we're going to have a, a monthly uh, hometown hero. And you had brought up, um, you know, a crossing guard that you had noticed um, as even, you know, um, and uh, other other founders have brought up uh, people that are assisting people at this time for Christmas and uh, with hamper baskets and different things like that. Uh, it can be somebody, you know, in a, in a cancer center that helped helped you through uh, your mm-hmm. treatment or or things like that. Or it could be, you know, a really good boss, right? Really good boss could Absolutely get that. Absolutely it could be, yes. So, you know, we if you know of people who you think would fit our uh, hero, um, please, uh, you know, email that in to, to inchbyinch at peterinch.ca and we will work on um, trying to recognize them, see if they fit in the criteria, and then uh, making sure that we can recognize Adam. We we figured we would do one a month because it it's we want to do it correctly. We want to honor them correctly and not just you know hand them a gift certificate and drive away. Exactly. This uh, this will be launched uh, January the first of two thousand and twenty three. And we're not that far away. We're, uh, you know, about a month. So please send in anybody who you think you should be recognized, and we'll have Murray get in touch with you and and talk that over. Now, the real important business. How's the sales going this so far? Sales are going very well. We're certainly very busy with the. Uh Heating initiative uh, with hybrid heat pumps, that's keeping us very busy. Uh, the three of us, uh, both Steve and, uh, and Dean and myself, yeah, very busy. Now that Steve's not here, we can really get the, you know, the real story on Steve and, you know, how, how is he to work with, you know, and, and, and don't hold back, you know, you just get right out there. And there's, it's just me and you talking, nobody's listening out there. Steve's a swell guy. I've uh, known Steve... Uh, since 2008, certainly as a working companion, a friend, um, just a, a great guy certainly to work with, uh, a wealth of information, a uh, good teacher, uh, and mentor. I think I muted that all out, so, <laughs> <laughs> you know, we have that, we have the capa- capa- all, or capability to do that. Um, now, there's uh, different things Steve was talking earlier but this is a question that came in I got an email from Embridge about a rebate program I am currently doing the greener home rebate program are these the same and if not can I get both so no they are not both the same programs the uh, greener homes is through the federal government and the heating and initiative uh, is a pilot program exclusive to London, Peterborough, Sault Ste. Marie, and St. Catharines for uh, for heat pumps. So they're not the same program, and you cannot double dip. 
and what's roughly the rebate that's available on both programs? So we've uh, really been encouraging people to maximize with the cold climate hybrid heat pump uh, and providing that uh, the individual would, would qualify, that would be a $4,500 rebate. And that's in the Enbridge program? That is in the Enbridge program. And what about the Greener Home? Uh, Greener Homes is a $5,000 uh, rebate for that. Um, they would require an energy audit uh, to be done. Uh, so the energy audit is whereby uh, a company would come in, and we set all that up, by the way, uh, to do an energy audit. So an energy audit is basically a, a health report on an efficiency uh, for your home. So they're looking at uh, insulation, doors, windows, anywhere where there's heat loss. And uh, yeah. And you don't need an audit done on the Enbridge program. Correct. That, uh, that program ends the end of uh, March, and uh, there's limited uh, supply of heat pumps um, and so when they're gone they're gone but uh, yeah they're just asking individuals that have an interest in in uh, a healthier environment uh, reducing greenhouse uh, emissions um, and uh, yeah just uh, being more diligent on on savings both with hydro and gas that they may, may want to consider that as an option and is it like what's the efficiency or we call it sear rating on the heat pump so those sear ratings uh, can go anywhere from a 16 sear to a 22 sear uh, unit. So those are very high. Uh, sear rating is S-E-E-R, seasonal energy efficiency ratio. So certainly the higher the sear rating, less hydro you would be, be spending. And um, we don't need to do a heat loss, heat gain. We don't need to do that when we go out. Uh, absolutely. We always do a heating and cooling load on the home. That's really the only way... Uh, to identify uh, what the requirements are for both for a new furnace and a heat pump or air conditioner. And to, and to go through this, you know, to talk to them about the program, do the heat loss, heat gain, how much time do they need or should set aside in the home? Yeah, typically we're 90 to 120 minutes or an hour and a half to two hours uh, to do a full uh, presentation. Uh, time we uh, sit down uh, with the customer, uh, just... Uh, asking them you know, the requirements, maybe some of the pain points uh, as far as comfort in their home. Uh, we go through that initially and then we go down to the, uh, the furnace room, have a look at uh, the equipment down there, and then uh, we start with our heating and cooling load. And then we up, end up going outside, uh, having a look at uh, the home from the outside and the air conditioner and the heat pump and uh, assessing everything and then compiling all that information then going through with the customer, our findings. Well, we're going to be busy with our street curling game this weekend, so hopefully, hopefully if the weather is good, we'll be at the, uh, uh, down at Western Fair for the lighting of the lights uh, down there on Friday night, and then we'll be at the Vanier Cup in, at Western on the Saturday, again if there's no snow or no rain, because the curling rocks don't like snow or rain. So we have to roll the street curling up if that does happen. So we're crossing our fingers that the weather is going to be good out there and that we'll be able to spend some time. And that will probably be the last time we'll see it till the briar. The briar, it will be in the briar patch, the street curling, so people can give that a try. But we won't be uh, having it out much past this, uh, this weekend. So when we're not on the radio, you can reach us at 226-499-3752 or always online at peterinch.ca 
To listen to this show or any of our shows, go to peterinch.ca, hit our podcast button at the top of the homepage. And as we say at the shop, life is hard by the yard. Buy from Inch, life's a cinch. We'll see you next week.